www.6wnbc wnbc wnbc all right all right all right all right we are back we are back folks we are here at the draft vice and i'm here with mr steven pomelia guess we started okay yeah <laughs> so we are back we are talking fantasy you probably already finished your drafts but dude some of the news from that previous episode we did affects some of the fantasy outputs that we might see for the rest of the season i hope you guys have been paying attention to the news uh maybe you still have a couple of drafts to go but most people are done with their drafts so we're going to talk about maybe how to handle some of that new news the new new news the news in the news new news the new news anyway and the moo moos so first i mean i the dude the, the i think that the the texans miami trade helps out uh it helps out like Sean Watson a little bit. Like if you were high on Deshaun Watson going into this year, I, I think that solidifies you being high on Deshaun Watson because you at least have one piece of that offensive line that's not going to let him get killed. Now, he might still end up getting murdered, but that was really my worry was he was going to die behind that O-line. So if you, if you drafted Deshaun Watson, you must be really happy about the Laramie Tunsil trade. Um, if you have anybody on Miami Dolphins, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Because I'm not, I I avoided all Miami Dolphins. I had somebody complain that I didn't put Kenyon Drake in my top 40. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I, I it don't, wasn't going to happen. No. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about this last episode, but uh, Chicago uh, gave Cody Whitehair an extension, which is, a, he's an offensive guard. But the, the good thing about, and Miles Jack, we didn't talk about any of those other extensions. Yeah. But... Uh, Miles Jack made sense, been, uh, been good for Jacksonville, had injury risk, but he's played well. So that made sense. And Jacksonville trying to keep their defense together. Jacksonville. I think, yeah, that puts Jacksonville as the number two defense in my eyes. And, uh, a lot of people are taking the Rams over them, but I, I think Jacksonville's definitely got the number two spot. Yeah. And no, I still, I still like Jacksonville. Although like, I'm not going to waste a high pick on them. Yeah, no, absolutely not. There's a reason why you don't draft defense as high. And if you did, sucks for you. Absolutely. Um, I yeah, I don't, so don't take anybody on Miami. If you did, I feel bad for you. Chicago's white hair. I mean, that's just kind of a. Let's talk Lashawn McCoy and how how that affects everything. Because uh, you don't believe it's going to affect Damian Williams' status. I really don't. Um. I, just, I think this is a good time if you if you have a flyer pick to spend. I mean, I know I haven't been spent like I was talking about Darwin Thompson earlier. First off, I'm a little bit more worried about Darwin Thompson and his role in that offense. Uh, now you have three running backs that can all of a sudden play at any time. But you were saying about Dar uh, Damian Williams. I just I really don't think uh, Lashawn McCoy is going to like make a, a difference. Damian Williams, I think, did all the proving he needed to do last year. Especially, like, really without warning. That was kind of like a sudden event. True. And, and he stepped into that position, and he flourished in that position. Now, granted, there's a reason they signed LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. Right? So, th And they both do similar things. They're they, both good pass catchers. They both have very good lateral quickness. Correct. I I don't think he's lost that. Like, I, I know he's lost a, a good little bit cuff. of a step. I think it's a good cuff. If you... Take Damian Williams, put LaShawn McCoy on your bench. I mean, I don't know, because 
all you're doing is wasting more picks in the same backfield. Now, uh, listen, they could both be productive. We've seen that happen, too. I've seen that. I've never seen it happen with an Andy Reid offense, but I've seen it happen with a Shanahan offense. I've seen it happen in uh, New Orleans. So there's a possibility that they're both productive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, if you're still drafting, I don't know if I'm... I don't know. I'm not... I'm not. A, I was never a huge Damian Williams fan, so it depends on where you ranked him already. I was not rating him super high. I know some people did, and now with the Lashawn McCoy signing, I think Lashawn McCoy is is definitely number one backup running back. I don't know, man. I I just feel worried with it. I don't. I wouldn't. I I, I wasn't really big on Damian Williams. Now I like the idea of taking a piece of that offense. And when it was originally Damian Williams and uh, Darwin Thompson, I was leaning towards grabbing just AP. So, listen, if there's one of those running backs available and you're looking for a flyer piece that, hey, maybe this guy pops, I I don't know, grab grab any one of them, I think, and uh, hope hope that they turn into something. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe Damian Williams isn't turned into uh, – maybe Damian Williams is the lead back. I just – I to say I know is not – in my vocabulary, yeah. especially about that. Yeah, and I don't. That's why I, I feel like it's more of a risk now mm-hmm. than it was. And if I miss out on him, then I missed out on him. Yeah, I don't think he should be also a back that you're gunning for picking. There's some people who are. And that's that's where I think you may be wrong in that aspect of it. I think he's, I think he's a guy that if he falls in as your RB2, after drafting some other pieces maybe before your RB2, if you're someone that likes to take wide receivers or perhaps a tight end quarterback before your RB2, he can fall into that spot. And if he's there, you take him compared to maybe some other guys, a Mark Ingram, uh, uh, Sony Michelle deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe you take Damian Williams if he's there. But but you shouldn't be gunning for Damian Williams or even counting on Damian Williams to be a sufficient RB2 that you won't have to worry about. I think Well, I think that's what people were drafting him as, and that's what I think. So it does change your opinion of him a little bit. A, a, a little bit. All right. But I don't think – I don't. I think – Well, and that's what my opinion of it was, was we just don't know. And actually, that's what worries me with the Melvin Gordon trade, right? Like Melvin Gordon is on – so we talked about in the last episode, we don't know where Melvin Gordon's going to go. That might affect who you're taking at certain spots, right? Like, do you take Melvin Gordon? Because it sounds like Melvin Gordon's going to play. Austin Eckler. I think, yeah, I think I'd be interested in Austin Eckler. Austin, well, not necessarily like if I'm interested in him or not, but just know that that, I mean, that is really, I'm guessing, your starting running back in, in L.A. Well, I think we talked about it on the, on the last podcast is that I mean, probably by the time this airs, we'll we'll have more definitive proof as to where Melvin Gordon is. Yeah. But what ha- like what if he comes back to the LA Chargers and says, you know what, you guys were right, that was a fair deal. Yeah. And then I think Austin Eckler has it's his own floor value. Like they do use him. Yeah. In a, in a role, so. Uh, I. But we're talking about now. Probably by the time this is airing, most drafts have been completed is we've just finished the last weekend of draft, the the, the two weeks of drafting. Yep. And we're going into Thursday, and it is spicy hot Thursday. It is time to set your lineups. Chicago Bears, Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, That's right. Do you think this is the time where people get cute with their, uh, with their teams? This is the... Well, what's funny is, is I feel like the your, your bench... Yeah. 
is just like interchangeable between the end of your draft and week one. Yeah. You see like everyone like drafting or, or, or dropping guys, picking up guys off the waiver wire. My advice, don't do that. Just don't do it. Now, if you have a good reason to, let's say a guy gets hurt, let's say, you, you, you know, he's not going, he, you see them pick up a guy like one of these guys off the waivers. If you have a running back that you picked off off the bench, now that team now has Melvin Gordon. You have a reason to drop them and maybe take one of the other guys that you. Uh, well, I was, I was thinking of it like this. A lot of times I know a lot of people don't draft kickers. Especially if you miss out on one of like the the top five, like the, uh, pretty much the rest are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who don't draft kickers, and what they do is they draft an extra flyer player that they can play later on. That they think, okay, this guy's going to be, you know, we'll see what happens if we get closer to some news getting to starting time, and then maybe I'll drop this guy, maybe I'll drop that guy. It depends on who you draft yeah. too. A lot of the kickers are also team dependent. Is this scheme team? someone that can't get into the red zone is it someone that you know see like i'm looking i always i never look at the the kickers i always look at the teams Mm -hmm. los angeles i i like zerlin he's a great kicker but i really like the fact that they have they're gonna be moving the ball and and the field the amount of field goals they can move the ball into that red zone but they have a hard time scoring sometimes so that's that's what i look for seattle is another one whoever the kicker is on seattle they kick a shit ton of field goals because they get the ball down the field and have trouble scoring. They don't have a good power running back really that can just or Aaron Rodgers will just go ahead and somehow be one of the best red zone quarterbacks in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, like because like that's why Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby's good. Like if you if you're missing out on a kicker, although there was that one game last year where Crosby had like a horrible. He's missed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it comes to kickers, also let me give you this tad of advice: whoever is the Jets kicker, do not take. You don't think they're <laughs> gonna be moving the ball that much, or well, you think they're not gonna be kicking? I, that I, much? I just don't think they're gonna have a kicker. That's I mean, they they finally got this guy. They got the guy from Minnesota, right? That uh, Minnesota traded for, and then he kept on missing everything. And he kept missing. The Jets have Canizero. He retires. They bring in this other guy. He he went fifty percent in the in the preseason, and he went less as far as extra points, which is insane to me. He's gone. Bertolette. Now they're gonna have this guy Vedemit or whatever his name is. Vicek or something. Vicek. I'm shocked nobody took Giorgio Tavecchio. He's still a free agent. There's a lot of free agent kickers now on the market, <laughs> but if they're you're a free agent kicker. Uh, I guess the team didn't like you. Yeah. Or you lost the kicker battle. Also, uh, where basically all it is is just kicking. I will give you a little tip. Uh, Dan Bailey, I believe, is on Minnesota. Yes. So think about that. He saw a trade for a kicker and still got the job. He's going to want to prove them wrong. He look, He's probably going to be a good kicker. And I like Minnesota's kicking offense as the point where maybe not a team that gets into the end zone a lot, but is in field goal territory a lot. A uh, team that I don't like, and I'm a Browns fan, and I'm a strange one to say, I don't know if they're going for a lot of kicks this year. Nope. And uh, they just seem to... No, just a lot of punting. They also seem to always have a lot of problems with... Oh, did, they, did you see their new punter? Yeah, I know. The, the, the Scottish the, Hammer? The Scottish Hammer. Gillian? It's really Mike Myers in another suit from Austin Powers. Dude. <laughs> yo, you, yo, yo, SNL, call him up. <laughs> SNL. Yo, that actually sounds like a funny idea. Uh, McKinnon went on IR, so you draft. I mean, I don't think anybody was taking McKinnon anymore. 
I, I think there was always the risk if he wasn't playing this year. He's not playing at all this year. So if you thought you were going to take a flyer on him, they put him on IR yesterday. Uh, well, on Saturday, Season which was ending. Yep. yep. So he's not playing. They had a in order to put him on IR for him to come back. You have to wait till after four o'clock on a Sunday. So don't take McKinnon if you have him. You drafted him. You weren't paying attention. Drop him. Uh, I. There's, uh, there's, you know, if you're still looking at defenses, I kind of like what play the Seattle. week. Play the week also, though. Play the week. That's what I do. I, I usually get a defense that I'm satisfied with for, for week the season. One. For the season. Oh, for the season. Like, like I could be satisfied with them with the season, and that's because I, I look see. I'm at, part of team stream. I, I will pick up an ad drop, and you'll see my acquisitions correct. number is ridiculous. I do that, but in a hole. So I look at strength of schedule. So I look at a couple defenses that I can get, like, guaranteed. So I know that they're going to be one of those last defenses draft with an easy strength of schedule. That's the defense I pick. But also, every week, check your defense. Check who they're playing. Check injury reports for defense. Check your defensive privilege. Yes. And and that's that's what you should be doing week one. Who are the uh, Dolphins playing week one? <laughs> um, I might have to get back to you on that. I think maybe Patriots. No, Patriots play Steelers, right? Week one, so that means Miami's playing a team in the AFC North, which means they're either playing Cincinnati, they're not playing Cleveland, or Baltimore. So maybe take Baltimore or Cincinnati's defense. Mm -hmm. Just a tip. Just the tip. Well, yeah, I mean, that's if they're still on the waivers. Most people do take Baltimore a lot anyway because Baltimore is considered a good defensive uh, yeah. team. Yeah. But Baltimore is a good one. Um, Cincinnati is going to be still a good team to try to, to – to try. so Seahawks, a good pick. Uh, Patriots are going to be good to pick up. I like the Saints. Well, Patriots week one I, – I, Patriots and Steelers I like for the season. I don't like them for week one. Oh, no, yeah, they're playing each other. I like the Saints. A Saints, good D. I like it. I like their deep. Who are the Saints playing? Don't know. I just think, uh, what's his name? He's very underrated. Demario Davis. He's a good linebacker, but he's not a pass rusher. They only have, but Cam Jordan is a good pass rusher. Yep. And uh, Yeah, I believe you're right. I think it's Baltimore's playing the Miami Dolphins. And if you weren't paying attention to the last episode, I believe the Miami Dolphins traded away their left tackle. Oh, they trade away hmm, everything? Everything. Everything. Kiko Alonso. Kiko Alonso, New Orleans Saints. There's another linebacker. So yeah, I think uh, just just play play every Raven that's ever well only, only play the running backs, Lamar Jackson, and well, Lamar Jackson might not do anything this game. They might take him out and just say like, oh, we're gonna put in like uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Mm -hmm. uh, another tip for after the draft: if you pick up any Green Bay Packers or Chicago Bears, make sure you do it. Oh, and play in an orderly fashion because <laughs> they're, they're playing, playing on Thursday. Thursday. Yes. So if you draft on Monday, movies. if you draft on Monday or Wednesday, you, you might not be able to get those guys. Oh, if you're cutting them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, waivers, yes. So, and, and this is week one. So here's the thing I, I like to mention about week one. Don't worry if you lose week one. Like <laughs> it's a typical you want thing to, for him to say. I usually win week one. Make sure you I usually win. I draft for week one. That's kind of the stupid thing. But what I'm saying is, is your your season's not over after week one, right? And everybody's on a learning curve for week one. So I 
I typically try to scheme a little bit for week one when I'm drafting or when I'm doing things, but you also have to keep an eye for what's coming out of week one. Players, you know, we're, we're not, nobody's right on everything, right? Nobody knew a Philip Lindsay last year yeah. before week one. Who, who played Philip Lindsay last year in their, their fantasy leagues? Who played Jameis Winston or Ryan Fitzpatrick week one last year? Nobody played Jameis Winston week one last year, and I'll tell you why. He was suspended. Well, oh, that's right. Who played Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, I think a lot of people in DFS might have. You did play him, right? Yes, yeah, I you did. did. And I did score like 45 points, but I didn't see that coming. I thought I was absolutely screwed. Who else did you have last year? I had Carson Wentz. All right, so he was injured coming off the injury. Correct. Um, but you're going to see like a lot of uh, a lot of people will kind of not give up because you shouldn't give up after week one. But there's uh, what happens sometimes is you might lose on week one and you might think that you had no idea what you were doing during the draft yeah. because of the week one outcome. You have to remember, I think a huge part to week one is that it's also week one for the NFL teams and also for the guys playing in week one. So you're going to see, I feel like you might see a lot of good teams have bad games week one. Yeah. Okay. Especially like I, I'm going to avoid Green Bay and Chicago players for the most part because they're under the bright lights of Thursday night starting the season. New coach on Green Bay. Chicago. I think I might avoid those defenses. And that's long. yeah, and that's definitely like a, a thing to consider. Just look at last year, you know. Well, who Sal was Sal went on like yeah, well, like, like people he, go on tears later on. You exactly. you know guys you trade for, you find guys on waiver wire, you you bid on guys. This is the time of year people get hurt. Yep, and uh, also it, it's cumulative, right? It's head to head. Sometimes. Well, yeah, it depends <laughs> on the, the league you're into. It's always head-to-head for the most part. People but, who play rotisserie fantasy football should be sent to a third-world country. But anyway. <laughs> and some tips for going into it is, so I was saying before, you might leave your draft not taking a kicker, maybe not taking a defense, so you could add a, kind of stock up on guys and see maybe if more news comes out. Still keep an eye towards the depth charts because not everybody's released those yet. Mm-hmm. So you might get some more definitive proof. Now, depth charts lie, too. Coaches oh, absolutely. Lie. From week to week, they lie. Yeah. Is Eli the quarterback of the Giants? We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> well, we'll know eventually. We'll know when they Sunday at 1 finally. o'clock. Yeah. Sunday at 1 o'clock. Um, and yet, uh, who, what other teams are... Uh, who do you think is going to be the worst teams going into the this season? As far as like teams that you, like, we now know Miami is just kind of on that tank mode. Miami, Giants. The Giants have a good O line, and I feel like they they'll end up winning games that you feel like they shouldn't win. Their defense is going to, I think, overperform because they True. they spent a lot on defensive backs. They they have an in, in interesting D line. I think Dexter Lawrence is going to end up being a good pick for them true point taken all right so you got the dolphins the giants <laughs> i mean I, <laughs> I just think the, the redskins absolutely i think that's one of the bad, worst divisions there is is the nfc east i mean you i got think it's the one of the most perplexing the one. it's very top heavy like you got the eagles and the cowboys who i think are going to be good and you got the the redskins yeah. and the giants who they're interesting but because there's warts there, you're not sure what to do with them. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't usually draft Redskins players. I don't usually draft 
I don't find myself taking a lot of like certain teams, mm-hmm. and Redskins are one of them. Just because I mean I've already expressed my distaste for the Redskins, but more because just like listen, who's who's going to be the number one receiver on the Redskins? There you go. I'm also low on the Titans this year. True, I think a lot of people are low on the Titans, especially without Taylor Lewan Week One. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another. You know, like I was saying, Cleveland Browns might be a good pickup for defenses if you're just streaming defenses for week one mm-hmm. because uh, they're missing Taylor Lewan. Uh Conklin hasn't played very well in pass pro. Mariota hasn't played well. Mariota hasn't Mariota had a really well. bad preseason. And uh and I just make yeah you know, I mean you were a Mariota fan when he came out. I am a Mariota fan. I'm not gonna lie to you though. I mean he had a he had a bad preseason. Throwing interceptions left and right. He looked like, honestly, he looked like a Jets quarterback. Oh, well, there you go. Like, he looked like a Tim Tebow, Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith kind of guy this preseason. Do you think it's maybe the scheme, the coach? They have a defensive coach, so I don't think there's a lot of attention to be paid for him. I think they, I think Mariota came out of the draft, and, and, and they were like, this is a guy we don't have to worry about. I think it's a guy he that you do have to like. He will he will be good, but you have to pay attention to him. You have to have an offensive mindset around him. You have to get him weapons, which I think they failed to do. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about like their running back situation, doesn't really take much pressure off him either. You know what I mean? They had a they had what's his name break out at the end of last year, but he hasn't even really shown anything Derrick this Henry. year that he's going to be the same thing. Yeah, Derrick Henry. So it's like a, I feel like the Tennessee T- Titans are like a huge gamble like it's just a gamble everywhere to you. yeah yeah it's just a gamble well because you don't even know who their quarterback it might be Tannehill by week three uh well no if it's Tannehill uh, then that's just a bad coaching decision because I think Mariota is a better quarterback than Tannehill and uh I just I, I think yeah I, I haven't really taken a lot of uh what do you think about the Cardinals this year when we're talking about the bad teams of the oh so Cardinals so is yeah be- you missed that episode I am not a huge fan of the Cardinals I think I have basically hit the red alert button on them I uh I am not I, I kind of hit the avoid button on a lot of their players I hope that somebody else takes their players before I do I mean like yeah uh, I, I see a midseason coach firing coming out of the Cardinals yeah thing. but here's the problem so there's no one like it doesn't even get better by that right like you yeah. saw last year where the Browns got better when they did that but like say you fire Cliff Kingsbury what are you who's gonna be taking over you can't hire a like a, an OC midseason no so and what are you gonna do like what's gonna happen here well I think they have who's their offensive coordinator I thought it was Cliff Kingsbury no oh, so they don't have one I think he's one of those coaches who wants to have full control. So you can't really fire him. Well, well, smart, smart by him. <laughs> he's like the like, luckiest college co- coach in the world, dude. To, he didn't even to be an, uh, an OC in college, get fired from Texas Tech, and I, I just don't know, man. I don't know what you're gonna do with. It. And it's the the offensive line splits have been weird. Now maybe they're playing games with us. The one thing I've I thought about was maybe they're just kind of playing, uh, like. 3d chess with everybody yeah they're not and, showing and, their cards yeah oh i'm gonna make it look like i'm an idiot right i'm gonna go ahead and do the preseason like we're a bunch of morons yeah. and then when we get into the actual games our line aren't gonna be spread out that much we're, we're fucking with you guys we're gonna make you think like i don't know what i'm doing if he's doing that yo forget it he deserves coach of the year week one <laughs> we'll see week one but but also their their defense is crap right now who, who uh, like they got you know, no Patrick Peterson, 
they're, I, I think they're going to be a team that you're going to stream quarterbacks against. I think it's, they're, I, I, you know, with no Patrick Peterson, their best corner is Byron Murphy. You're going to be able to throw for like three days. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Chandler Jones. Uh, you know, they, uh, they well, get Terrell Suggs too. There's a tip if you're in a two quarterback league, have a good quarterback and then have whoever's playing in Arizona. Or Miami. It, well, that, see, that's the thing. It's hard to stream quarterbacks in a two QB league. But Matt Stafford's playing them. There you long. go. And I got him in a two QB league as my backup. So I, I'm I'm picking between him and Jimmy Garoppolo in that league as my my QB two. So this is going to be airing Wednesday, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's Wednesday, and I had a better draft than Wojo in the Bi State League and in the other league that we're in together. I just wanted to give you guys an update on that. So, oh, all right. There we go. So so just to let you know, I drafted better than Woj. So. <laughs> In both leagues. <laughs> well, where are you drafting? Oh, you're, you draft ahead of me every year. Wojo's quarterback is Andrew Luck. <laughs> he picked Andrew still, Luck. Still, he I thought he was coming Luck. back. And his tight end's Gronkowski. <laughs> that's how it's going to go. That's This year I'm going for the all-guys retired league. Could you imagine if that's like the Cardinals' plan? <laughs> Bring in Andrew Luck. Well, no, they still, the, the Colts still have their rights. Yeah. So the sure. problem with retirement is you don't get to leave the team unless they like unless your team the new team wants to trade for you. Yeah. So I, that's the guy who I'm really perplexed about is Jacoby Brissett and the guys who are attached to him, T. Y. Hilton, T. Y. Hilton, and Nobuena. Well, that's the thing. Like T. Y. Hilton, the good thing with Andrew Luck and T. Y. Hilton is they pushed other guys down. Like they were good, and not only that, but there was more depth. It was a connection, also. They had a yeah. connection. You know? So, but like, I wouldn't be afraid to take T.Y. Hilton as my as my wide receiver one when it was Andrew Luck throwing to him. I'm a little bit more worried with Jacoby Brissett. Is this weird? Also, I like the value of the Colts tight end. The guy they, uh, oh no, that was the Lions. But who the, who's the Colts tight end? Ebron and Doyle. I like Ebron a little bit better mm-hmm. just because it's an easier target for a new quarterback in the system. He's not new in the system. Um, I, in the system I get he's in the system, but like I, I, games and and he's being a rushed guy. Yeah, and tight ends always the quarterback's best friend. As much as the people say running backs are, I think the tight ends are bigger. So I kind of like Ebron a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. Um. I honestly, if I'm the Colts, I'm hoping. I hope that he could be something good, but they probably know more than we do. So they they stuck with him, then they must believe in him. Yeah, I, if I'm the Colts, I would have traded for Josh Rosen. Yeah, I because mean, that would give me something, and he doesn't cost anything. Now I don't know if they really want to spend a draft pick to get him from Miami. Miami's going to probably be like, "Well, we spent a draft pick this year to get him." You know, you probably have to give him at least a, a second rounder and something else. The Colts are definitely comfortable with him too, because we had we saw a slew of quarterbacks come out on the waiver wire too. And they didn't. They didn't flinch. Well, I, well, I think they're looking at somebody like Brian Hoyer. They're looking for a backup that because I think they also believe in Chad Kelly, mm-hmm. and that's why I don't think there's a strong market for for Rosen there, mm-hmm. as there is for maybe potentially for other spots. So, I uh, I'm not staying away from Colts players yet. I don't know, but I just don't know the the real valuable Colts player that I I really even liked was T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, and then you know maybe you drafted Marlon Mack, but I had Marlon Mack as like that RB two, like back into RB two range already. You know he might have dropped a little bit more for me, but not by an extensive amount. So I don't know, man. Andrew Luck leaving the NFL made me sad, and it made me sad for fantasy as well because I think it just it changed the uh, 
it, it made the position it made everything more scarce. It made made one less fun offense. So yeah. But any other thoughts on uh on some of these players that are have been uh, you know we had some, some no. But I mean, going towards like what you should do after your draft is just. No, I think the number one thing is do not worry. Also, take note of what where guys went. And no, Who you think had a better draft on your league? Where what guys did those guys pick up? What guys are still left on the waivers and free agency? Because all of a sudden you're gonna hear something on the news like all like oh uh, this guy is on the free agency wire, and uh, oh this guy's down. Are they traded for Melvin Gordon or because like. Because people drop people, too. Exactly. One of the number one tips I, I bring up is pay attention to who people drop Yeah. going into the season. Even week one, people drop people. So I'd say pay attention more to the games week one. <laughs> Just, I mean, because... Well, yeah, of course you got to pay attention to the games. I mean, but, but really, watch the games. Make sure you watch the games on Sunday. Yes. I hope so. All, all I hope everybody's them. watching All the of games. them. Most of them. I hope everybody's watching the games. Uh, I think that concludes this episode. Uh, we will have Waiver Wire Tuesday coming out every week, so I'll be posting that episode every week. We'll have we'll bring back our Draft Vice episodes with stand-up comedians starting next week. We'll have start having some more comics in again, and but we'll probably be releasing those episodes later in the week because uh, are you, you doing hand gestures? I think I what I what I also I want to do like projections week one. Yes, and we can do that every week. So maybe that'll be the next episode that's coming out. You want to do a projections episode? Yeah, and I'll do it every week with you, and we can keep a record. Awesome. See how many times I'm. I'm we right. projections for players or projections? No, no, for, no. Let's for... uh, let's do pick game picks. Game picks. Yeah. All right. We'll do it. An... We'll, we'll do that next. All right. Tune in for that episode. That'll come out. And uh, if you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. Check out the Instagram. It is a very pretty Instagram. Been getting a lot more likes, follows, views, and everything else. That is our primary social media post. And uh, you can follow me at Brojo Death Punch on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everywhere where you can follow Brojo Death Punches. And you can follow Steve at Pums, P-U-M-S. 142. No, 142. It's like PMS, but with a U in it. <laughs> I put the U in PMS. <laughs> and uh, just go if you're listening to this myself. on iTunes, rate, leave a review, tell us you think we're sexy, say you like the voices, say you like our ranks. And uh, if you're watching this on the YouTube, like it, subscribe it, leave a comment, say something witty, say something stupid, say you love everybody, and uh, tune in next week where we go over how week one went. And that is all, folks. Have a good season, guys. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to